0: couple of weeks ago we started the conversation that we wanted to have a family talk this morning in just a moment i'm going to hand over to chrissy and she's going to preach into uh, the very essence of what we're talking about as she really has been the uh, the batter at the plate if you will for this one although i share the sentiment in the heart and uh and very confident in it about one and a half years ago pastor chrissy and i went to horizon church down in sydney and as we arrived at Horizon Church, which was formerly known as the Shire Church of the Shire in uh, the Shire in Sydney, we were sitting in a conference, and it was funny because even on the way there, we received an email from from Bell a good friend of ours, Belle and Trev. And uh, in the email, uh, it basically depicted what we felt in our heart that uh, there was coming a time where Surf City, as the name of who we are as a community would uh, come to an end and there would be a transition of names. And that's essentially what we're here to talk about this morning. And we uh, sort of left it, although we sort of threw names out there randomly, probably Chrissy more than I, as I was like Surf City, it's just, it's in me, it's in my blood, it's in my DNA. Uh, But then about a year after, actually a year ago to this week, I was at Transformations Conference just visiting a session and a prophet called me out doesn't know me at all knew that i was a pastor and he through all of his stuff started to speak into how there was going to be a name change there was going to be a heart change and it was going to signify more of who we are and when i say that pastor chrissy and who we are as a church and a community moving forward and once again, we started to, I guess, stagger our prayers into God. What do you want to do with this? Because, as you can imagine, this is a big thing for the last 24 plus years. Uh, out of the words of Pastor Gary Mack to Pastor Erica, and Pastor Erica said as she was driving out of the church, she saw Surf City buses, and that was her confirmation for changing it to Surf City Church. We we, we kind of just thought this is a big deal. We don't want to move forward. And Chrissy, uh, probably more than myself, was a little bit more ambitious with coming up with names. And hey, this. Could Could be really good, and I'm sort of like, hey, let's just slow down here. Uh, At this particular time, we were navigating the finance of the building, and there was just so much going on. We didn't want to rush ahead, and I just felt like God has taught us on this journey not to rush into it too far, to move forward. We laid it down, and about four weeks ago, I guess we were at state conference for the ACC, and we were sitting in the back row of worship, and as I sat down and worship, I felt like I wasn't even thinking about it. No one had spoken about names. I haven't been on social media for months, and God spoke to my heart. I felt like it was like I had to, like a green light to start leaning forward, and I thought in my natural mind, wow, it's now the time to start to look at who we are as a church as far as our brand and our name, and, and then as I had that thought, Jason Dawkins, who was at conference, leaned forward, and he said, bro, did you hear that Corey Turner just changed the name of his church? And i kind of thought wow that's cool for corey and he went from bridge church in melbourne which is the oldest pentecostal church in australia uh, to now numa church which means breath and i thought wow and then i got to the car chrissy wasn't aware of any of this conversation on the same night the same moment as we left that session she said i feel like like god's stirring us to change the name chrissy might have different words and i just sat there i'm like wow this is like a few confirmations in one night Long story short, we were leaving conference and as you do as pastors, we strapped our kids in, we gave them our iPads and our phones because we want a peace for the next two hours in Jesus' name, amen, as we drove home from Malulabar and as we were driving out, Chrissy, she was excited, she looked at me and said, hey, all right, so what are we going to call our church and what are we going to change? I said, "We, we ain't doing that. We're going to drive for the next two hours. I'm going to put on some amazing worship and we're just going to enjoy the presence of God. And I said, we're going to pray about this thing. We're not rushing into it. And Chrissy said, all right. And, and, and Chrissy, in my impression, said, Jesus... I prayed for a name of the church. And then in an instant, she said, I've got it. <laughs> I just laughed. I'm like, you can't do that. It's not fair. It doesn't work like that. And honestly, then Chrissy told me the name. And my first thought was, everyone's just going to think that I've sort of just laid this out because it's pretty obvious if you when you hear it. And the second thought is, it kind of sounds like a Catholic Samoan church in South Auckland. And and, and and then the more I thought about it, and we just talked about it, and Chrissy basically unpacked, literally for the next two hours, God downloaded Chrissy, uh, the very essence of why this isn't just like a weird name, it's actually who we are. And, and without further ado, in the next two hour drive home, we received this, she completely received the download uh, from Jesus, and it's with confidence, and it's with my priv- privilege, uh, after the board confirmed it last week and some of our community that are close to us have prayed into this with us, um, that we now from this moment right now uh, are laying down the name of Surf City. We still own it. And let me say this, before we got back from Malulaba to the Gold Coast, Chrissy had bought every domain name, every website and everything for this name with a few different varieties just in case because she was so confident that this was about to happen. And so I can say this, and we're going to put a little bit of a drum roll on. Can we get a drum roll, please? We now, moving forward at Surf City Church, are now, can we have it on the big screen? Presence Church Gold Coast. Amen. So I know most of you are like, oh, yeah, I get it. It's kind of obvious. Um There you go. So that's enough for me. I'm going to let Pastor Chrissy. Would you put your hands together for Pastor Chrissy?
1: I'm glad everyone clapped. That's a big relief. <laughs> and, um, you know, these are just to give you an example. This isn't anything locked in stone yet, where we are going to do all well, the name is, just not the logo, you know. We are going to work really hard to get everything right and roll it out properly, like the websites and all the designs and the the signage on the building. And as um, one of our board members pointed out, oh, isn't it amazing we didn't spend a lot of money putting signs on the newly painted building? God's timing is perfect. And so we're going to work hard to do that. But we just wanted to make the announcement before it trickled out and we weren't able to directly tell you. So we just wanted to directly tell you so that you know from the horse's mouth why and what is happening and you're not hearing little trickles. So so just bear with yeah, Yeah, um, Macy had apparently said it to someone in kids' church. We're not Surf City anymore. We're Presence Church. <laughs> and Demi called me and was like, you need to start telling people because she is letting it out of the bag. So... Ask Macy any secrets you want to know. She will tell you everything. She told someone else as well out the car window the other day. So, yes. So that's that's why we're kind of um, moving quicker to, to say the name before we are officially changed over. So feel free to call at Presence Church or, or Surf City for the next few weeks until we get everything worked out. But like Justin said, you know, I'm the most mis- like, Sentimental person you could ever meet. You know, this is my parents' church. I still own my school uniform from the school I went to. I still wear the socks from my school uniform. My kids go to the same school. I'm the most sentimental person you know. So the fact that I, when we heard the words from God, it was like two words around the same time, and I'd actually had the same thought that the words came. And I'm like, that's not my thought. I don't want to change the name. I like Surf City. There's a lot of History and legacy, I love that name. That's who we are, I've got no desire. But then when I felt God start to speak to me about it, I would rattle off every single possible name. I'm like, this is a cool name, this is a cool name, this is a cool name. Justin's like, stop telling me random names. Like it has to be from God or there's no point doing it. And that's when he was saying that, um, yeah, we were on the drive home and I felt like God really speak to me. So I'm extremely confident that this is not my name because mine I had four hundred names. This is not my name. I'm extremely confident to say that I believe this is the name that God has given and wants over this church. And is actually just the definition of who we already are. You know, anyone that comes to this church, they have one remark. You can feel the presence of God here. They always say the same thing. So it's really just saying, you're right, we are. We're in surfers, but none of us really surf. We're more of presence, you know. So that is, and my mum is the first person we told, feel free to go talk to her. She's happy with it. It's actually more of who my parents are anyway. They've never surfed a day in their life. And they are all about the presence of God. So, but before this was all happening a few months ago, I really felt like God was speaking to me about what church is really meant to look like. There's nothing wrong with what we're what anyone's doing but I felt like he really pinpointed Acts 2 to me and I'm going to put that um, scripture up and it talks about the fellowship of the believers they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and to the fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So they were devoted to teaching, the fellowship with each other, meeting in each other's houses, prayer, praise and giving to each other. And the Lord added to their number those that were being saved. And I felt like God really speak to me about focusing on these things. And so firstly, the Word of God, it's like the sermons, the Word of God that's taught, the courses, you know, really being part of those connect groups and talking about the Word of God. Fellowship, that's why we've brought back the family lunches. Who loved the family lunch last week? It's so amazing. We just need more people bringing food. So... That is with a purpose. That is for fellowship. That's just not to feed your natural stomach, although that's good, but it's to connect and really become a family. Um, Connect groups, meeting in each other's houses and breaking bread in each other's houses. It's biblical. Prayer, seeing miracles, signs and wonders, the prayer tower, healing, you know, being a part of of people's answers and praying for them. Praise, praising God. You know, if you are gifted, join the worship team and giving, being generous in the community for those that need it. That is what the church should be known as, helping others and being generous. You know, so I felt God really talked to me about those things before this name change came up. And as we were driving back down, and I felt like God give me the name Presence, I remembered back to that Acts 2 scripture about everything that they did. And I felt God show me my presence is in the word of God. My presence is in fellowship. My presence is in connect groups. My presence is in praise. My presence is when you give. My presence is in every single one of those things. So it's not just Justin saying, I want my church called presence because I'm going to soak all day. That is not what it's about. And that's what I want to talk about this morning, that his presence is in every single thing that we do. So it's not just thinking, oh, I don't want to go to one of those super spirit nights. No, his presence is there when you are having lunch with someone at family lunch, when you've invited someone over for connect group, when you're praising, who could feel the presence of God this morning in our praise? His presence is with us. So I'm going to just go through those things individually. They were devoted to his presence. Firstly, the word, they were devoted to the apostles teaching in John one, one, it says in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was God, the word was with God and the word was God. So God is the word. His presence is the word of God. When you are listening and devoted to um, listening to the word of God, reading the word of God, applying the word of God, you are saying, I want Jesus in my life. His presence is in that word. You can't say, oh, I just want to do this and I don't need the word of God. No, he is the word of God. If you want Jesus, you want the word in your life. So when the word is being taught or when you're reading your Bible, you've got to think his presence is with me. He is in this word. His presence is here. Fellowship. So the foyer things and the family lunches. In Matthew 18, verse 19 to 20, it says, Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am in the midst of them. When we are getting together, when two or three or more are getting together in his name, his presence is there. You can be sitting, having a conversation with someone in the foyer and you can know his presence is here. You know that word gather means to lead together, bring together, come together and entertain. That is what the Strong's Concordance says. It says, I gather together, collect, assemble and receive with hospitality and entertain. So when we are gathered together to meet together and have fun together, he's saying I'm there. That is not a, um, you know physical natural thing to do that is the presence of God is down there so don't just run out the door and say oh I just want the word I don't need to hang out with anyone no he's saying I'm gonna be with you when you're talking every time you have a conversation down there his presence is there like that's his presence you could be experiencing in another way in your conversations with people Hebrews 10.25 says not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. And that, that gathering together, encouraging, it means an assembly. So that is a corporate gathering. It's biblical to, you know, meet corporately. I know I'm preaching to the choir, but that's why we're emphasizing on, you know, that fellowship time as well, meeting together and spending time together as a family. The third thing we want to focus on is connect groups. The scripture said they broke bread and ate together in each other's homes. And you might think, oh, I don't really have time for that during the week. But the Bible promises in James 4, 8, that when you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. Whether you join a um a connect group that's about courses where you're learning more about the Word of God, whether it's a golf connect group, whether it's the mother's group. You know, you can meet any group during the week. Even Faye, when I was talking to her today, she was talking about how there was healing in the connect group after the service, after all that stuff. In the connect group, there's more. His presence is in the connect group. When you draw near to Him, He will draw near to you. You know, when I looked that word up, it means... That when you, when you draw near to God, he is imminently there. There is an imminent response because of Jesus' ministry. He's already, already provided his presence to be with you. You've just got to go, draw near, and he's there. If you want that extra in the week, just draw near. He's there. The next thing is prayer. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. When you're praying, the God of peace is with you. In every single aspect of prayer that we do, his presence is there. He's with us. Psalm 145, 18, the Lord is near to all who call on him. His presence is there when we pray. Isn't it amazing that no matter what we're doing, there are promises in the Bible that his presence is with you. And the fifth one is outgiving. They were devoted to meeting the needs of other people. Matthew 25, 40 to 45 says, The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. You know, when you're giving to the needs of others, you're giving to the Lord. He is there in your giving. And praise. Psalm 22, verse 3. But thou art holy, O thou, that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Some versions say enthroned, but enthroned means to sit, remain, and dwell. He inhabits our praises. When we're praising his presence is here. His presence is in every single thing that we do. And I felt like God really say, I want you to focus on these things. And my presence is here. It's here. It's here. It's here. It's here. When people walk in, they're going to experience the presence of God through him in the word of God. They're going to experience in their conversations with you when you're talking to them, his presence is there. And you know, when you're when you're in the presence of someone negative, you leave Feeling negative but when you're in the presence of God you don't leave the same Psalm 16 verse 11 says you show me the path of life and in your presence is fullness of joy in your presence is fullness of joy they won't leave the same so what is God's presence you know in Genesis it says that Adam and Eve were walking around in the presence of God but they were hiding from his presence they were, because he's omnipresent, he's everywhere, but they were hiding and didn't want that intimacy because they didn't want him to see that they'd done the wrong thing. So there's a difference between God is everywhere and all-knowing than experiencing his presence in your life. We know he's with us. Joshua 1 verse 5 says, No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. But we want the promise of the presence of God, not just the fact that we know God's everywhere, but we want his presence. Exodus 33, verse 12 to 18, it says the, pro- the promise of God's presence. Then Moses said to the Lord, see, you, are, you say to me, bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name and you have found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if you have found grace in your sight, show me, now your way that i may know you and that i may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people and he said my presence will go with you and i will give you rest then he said to him if your presence does not go with us do not bring us up out of here for how will they how will it be known that your people and i have found grace in your sight except you go with us so we shall be separate, your people and I, and from all the people who are on the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will do this thing that you have spoken and I'll, I'll go to the next bit shortly. But that word presence means the face of God. His presence is the face of God. And if you think about, about it, that's implying a close and personal encounter with God when you're with his face. You're, you're that close to him. You know, When I was young, my mum can attest to this. The only thing I wanted to do was sit on her lap and hold her chin like this. I just liked feeling that it was nice and soft and it was just, I'd never wanted to hold her hand and go for a walk or rummage through her bag or do anything. All I ever wanted to do was sit there and touch her chin. Don't know why, it's a little strange, but that was just what you could define me as. I would sit and touch her chin. And I actually called um, Pastor Dave this week to tell him, you know, they were a big part of this church. He's my uncle. He's a theologian. And I said to him, I said to him, do you think, you know, I told him and let him know before we announced it. And then I said, do you think that's right? It's like the face of God. It's like, I was thinking about how I used to touch my mom's chin and I didn't, you know, want her hand or her things. I just wanted her chin, like her face. It was like more intimate. That's what I wanted. And he goes, as you're saying this to me, I am looking at a picture on my wall that was painted by Romina Campisi of a little girl holding a mother's chin. And he goes, and I always think of you. And as you're telling me about the name change, I'm looking at this picture and thinking of you. And I was like, oh, that's a good confirmation. But think about it. Like when your kids jump on your lap and when they're close to you, it's so much nicer than when they're you know, running around. Sometimes it's nice when they're outside, but it's very nice, you know, when they're touching you and you're like, oh, this is so nice. And that's what the presence of God is. It's that closeness. It's that, it's the face. It means face. His face is with you. He is that close to you. You know, I am in the presence of all of you right now, but I am not close to you really, unless I came up and saw your face. And then I would know what you were thinking. I'd see your expressions. I would feel like, you know, whether you were anxious or happy, you know, you would feel everything about you when you're close to someone's face. And that's the difference between being in the presence of God, like God being everywhere or being in the intimate presence of God. It's knowing what he's thinking, seeing from his perspective. You're sitting there so close, you can see the same thing. You can hear what he's saying. You can, you know, like everything about what the face and what God is comes from his presence. What he's hearing, what he's saying, what he's thinking, what he's doing, everything is there. And it's not that you just want him for his hand of where he can take you, what you can accomplish in your life with him. You know, I'm going to be doing this because God's going to help me or God uh, rummage through his handbag. What can God get me? You know, that's what that song was about today. It was, I just want you. Nothing else really matters. I just want you. I want to be intimately close with you. And that is the presence of God. And then when it says, my presence will go with you, so my closeness will be with you. And that's how people will know the difference. And I will give you rest. When I looked up that word rest, it means the promised land. And that's why you can rest, because he's taken you to the promised land. There is no need to stress you can rest when you're in the presence of God. If you feel like, and there's people specifically here, I know your situations, you feel like you're in a wilderness or you're going through such a hard time. But when you're intimately close with the presence of God, you can rest and know that he will He will sort it out. He will work it out for you. You can have that rest. And like that scripture says, when you pray, the peace of God, the God of peace will be with you. Let his peace guard your heart and your mind. He will stand guard over your heart and your mind. We don't want to go without your presence. That's what Moses said. And Moses said, my presence will go with you. And then he said, but I don't want to go with you unless your presence comes with me. He was just clarifying. Hey, how is anyone going to know I'm any different? You know, how is anyone going to know that, that you are with us or that we're different if you don't come with us? And that's the thing, like, we don't want to be in a club we want to be in a church in the presence of God. You know, if God's not here, then what's the point of us being here? You know, we are saying, God, we just want you. We want your presence. We want to know what you want to do in the community. We want to know what you're saying to your people. We want to know what you've called us to do. We just want to know you. And then towards the end of that scripture in Exodus 33, he says, "He." it's like he contradicts himself and he says, My presence will go with you. So my face will go with you, but you can't see my face. I'm like, what's that about? Why can't we see your face? And it's like, obviously, if you saw his face, it's so amazing that you wouldn't be able to stand it. But when I was also talking to Pastor Dave, he said, if you look at that scripture in the light of the New Testament, he's saying the old man or the the old self cannot live when they've experienced the presence of God. You know, you cannot help but be changed and become a new creation when you've seen and experienced the presence of God. People get healed, they hear from God, they receive visions, they receive words from God. You know, the fact that everyone was praising God this morning. He inhabits that praise and people are getting healed. People are hearing from God. People are experiencing his love and his power because together we are united and we are praising God. We need each other because if it was just Justin that showed up, Justin would be just dancing around. But the presence of God is when we, you know, when we get together, he's in the midst of, obviously he's with us at all times in your secret place. But you hear what I'm saying? It's so important to gather together and for people to walk in and have that experience of the presence of God. In Acts 2, they were focused on God and it said that their numbers were added. God added the numbers. John twelve thirty two says, and when my name is lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. Okay, one last big chunk of scripture and then I'm finished. Ezekiel 47, has anyone read this scripture about the river and the weight of the river rising? So one more big chunk, okay, we can do it. The man brought me back from the entrance to the temple and I saw water coming out from the threshold of the temple towards the east for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar He then brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside of the outer gate facing east. And the water was trickling from the south side as the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand. He measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through water that was up to the waist. He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because he had, he, the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in a river that no one could cross. He asked me, son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. When I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. He said to me, this water flows towards the Eastern region and goes down into the Arabah where it enters the Dead Sea. When it empties into the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because the water flows there and makes the salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. Fishermen will stand along the shore from En Gedi to Englum, There will be places for spreading nets. The fish will be of many kinds, like the fish of the Mediterranean Sea. But the swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river. Their leaves will not wither, nor will their fruit fail. Every month they will bear fruit, because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. Their fruit will serve for food and their leaves for healing. The river of God you know, is God, is his presence flowing into the world. You know, you can be ankle deep, you can be knee deep, you can be waist deep, you can be swimming in it. And it says when it flows and trickles, you know, into the world, everything that's salty becomes fresh. It's transformative. Everything that comes out of being in his presence will transform the things around you. And you will be food for people, and leaves for healing you know it's pretty amazing that it becomes fresh say it's fresh Fresh. Fresh. when the presence of God flows into the city everything gets healed we are a presence in this city we want to put presence. Kent do you have those pictures we want to put oh sorry someone at the back do you have those pictures we want to have presence on the building and do you have the other one we want to have presence like we want a big giant neon sign but photoshop can only do so much but we want to have presence plastered on the building we are a presence in this city and as the presence of god in in us and through us and on us trickles out of the building. Everything in the dead sea or the salty sea will become fresh. You know, people will walk in here and talk to you and experience the presence of God. Have you ever had that? You've talked to someone and that transformative power will change their life. So don't run away. Engage in a conversation with someone that is going to change their life. Your presence is bringing the presence of God into people's lives. You know, people are going to walk in and they're going to get healed. They're going to hear the Word of God and the Word of God is, it's a a sword that can divide through and cut through and, and change someone's life. You know, we've got to be devoted to all of these things, not just for ourselves, but for leaves, for healing for other people, for the Word of God to change people. You know, you can't be the same once you've experienced the presence of God. So people are going to experience his presence in our prayers they're going to experience his presence through provision when we provide we really want to do things like christmas hampers for people that need it and and help people that need it so the church is actually bringing the healing and the things that people need you know people will experience his presence through our praise and so to do with Acts 2 and Presence Church, these are the things that really from Acts 2 we want to focus on. If I can get that slide up. It says, it's about preaching the word, praise, people, the fellowship, prayer and provision, giving. It's the five Ps. The five Ps of Presence. They're the things and, you know, that doesn't necessarily have to be anywhere. It's just Ps from Acts 2. So yeah, take a photo, it might might get thrown out. Um, but those are the things we need to be focused on. They're the things that, that church is all about, that we are all about, and that we will have flow from here and make things fresh in our city. You know, and for those of you that um, have been here for a long time, the Yanus, you know, people that have been here a long time, I think you would agree that after every sermon my dad ever preached, He would quote this scripture, Psalm 67.1. He would pray over people as they left the building. May God be gracious to us and bless us and may his face shine upon us, which is the presence of God. May his presence be on you as you go out. And I just was like, oh, that's one of his favourite scriptures. He always has a favourite scripture that he quotes and quotes and quotes. But that was his heart. The presence of God be on you at all times, in you, on you, through you, changing people's lives. And Matthew 28, 20 says, go and make disciples, teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely, sorry, it's the presence of God. And surely I am with you always. He is with us always. It's a promise that he is with us. Whatever he's asked you to do, he is with you. His presence is there. You are not alone. He will never leave you or forsake you. And he is imminently there. He is close to those that are broken-hearted. He is close to those that pray and call upon him. Thank you. <laughs> he is imminently with you and his presence is there. And that is why we want to call the Church Presence Church. Because it's all about him. And it's a, you know, it's a new season. And nothing I've said is really changing anything. Like, it's not like we didn't do any of that stuff. But it's just saying, inviting the presence of God into every area and saying, I'm going to be deliberate about everything that I do, everything I commit to. We don't want you to have to commit to much. We, we've, like, cancelled everything. And we're just saying, come to church, connect with someone during the week. Whether it's you're in the band, you're having that connection with someone and praying with someone. Whether you're a mum and you just come to the, the play group, whether you want to just play golf and that's, you can just connect with someone and, and experience the presence of God between you guys. He's in the midst of you and he wants you to have fun. It says, welcome someone with hospitality and entertain them, you know, go have a burger. Hallelujah. They're doing that tonight, actually. So don't run away. Go connect with someone. So, yeah, Presence Church.
0: Yeah, come on. So good. You know, I, uh, my, uh, my, my big Kiwi F45 trainer, he said to me, as I spoke to him about the gym, he said, Justin, is the church a business? i said ah bro we need to facilitate the business to for the building but you know the more i think about it we are we're in the business of people and 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 from our heart to yours as chrissy's just said what it comes like we know in our team we're in these meetings right now just getting back to the heart of what jesus said he said go and look after my people Feed my sheep and love my sheep and guide them. They know my voice. Uh, I've never actually ever done this before. And uh, and and one from a confirmation, from just a close friend of ours. I actually am going to ask, I know it's Edward, if you wouldn't mind, um, my friend to come up. He's, He's just a prayer partner of mine and I I want to seal this moment. Uh, I've never asked to be anointed before but I'm going to ask it now uh, that you guys reach out. I'm going to get pastor, uh, pastor. I'm prophesying a lot this morning, aren't I? I'm going to get Edward, Corinne, um, David, if you can translate, that'd be awesome. Come up, Edward. Can we clap for Edward? Good friend of mine. In January, we're going to roll out with a full new brand and, and, and we wanted to again do an offering for signs and stuff like that but you know what? God will take care of that. Uh, Again, we're in the people business. And uh, I just believe this morning that uh, to seal the deal um, with my good friend, Edward, as he anoints both Chrissy and I, uh, as now officially, as we transition from Surf City Church to Presence Church, are you with us in that? So I'm going to... See, you carry your own oil. That's exactly why uh, I called you up. And, and just before we do this, Maria had no idea what we were doing this morning, but she's put uh, the tree in the middle of the river that's flourishing. How, how much of a confirmation is that around the last scripture that Pastor Chrissy read? So I'm going to give Edward the microphone if you wouldn't mind praying, my friend. Edward is fluent in Russian and little in English. So uh, we have David here. His son's going to translate. Come here, back Why don't you just stand up and reach out with us right now?
2: presence fill our lives. That you strengthen us, Lord, with your power and your might. Enlighten our path, Lord. Make our path straight. Let our hearts speak about you. Let us seek your face и мы будем искать лица твоего, Господи, Сегодня возбуди эту жажду в сердце, Господи, брата нашего служителя твоего. возжигай, Господи, огонь благодати твоей. grace Чтобы в сердце, Господи, Джастина и криси, этот огонь, Господи, умножался. Let the fire multiply in the hearts of our pastors, Lord. Господь, let the fire be consumed in the gathering of the saints. Let us walk your ways, Lord. Let us make your will come true. Let your will come to pass. Благодать благодать. And let the grace abundant that is given through Jesus Christ. Let it be the anointing. Let it be life. That strengthens your people. That will show your glory to the people of this world. Let your presence, Lord, to be over this place. Твоего, to be in the heart of people. people the hungry for you, Lord. The seeking you, Lord. they you follow your ways, Jesus. Let your holy presence, that we desire so much that we need in our lives let it multiply in our lives in the power of the Holy Ghost to the glory and the manifestation of presence of Jesus Christ Amen